0: Welcome to our second uh, broadcast. It's a wonderful, lovely, wonderful morning. The Lord has given us victory. And as we go into the second broadcast, I'm just grateful that the Lord has been faithful to keep you in perfect peace. And I just pray that you continue to abide by the guidance that uh, authorities are giving us in this season. Please, when you go in public places, wear a mask. Very important. You need to carry a mask. If you're going into public places, always carry a sanitizer if you have. Wash your hands as frequent as you can. Let's stay safe. But today, I want to draw our minds to something that's very, very important. And which is your peace of mind. One of the elusive things that I have seen, especially after coronavirus has hit the whole world, is that it has disturbed the peace of individuals, peace of families, it has disturbed the peace of nations and the world. And the question is, where can I get this peace? In spite of what is happening, I can tell you, you can still have the peace of God. God has not lost control. God is still in control. This has not changed God, for he cannot be changed by anything. This is a time for us also to refocus, to stay home, refocus on your family duties, responsibilities, and roles. Have you been a good father over the years, a good mother, a good daughter, a good son, a good grandchild, a good guardian? You come back and begin to refocus Have you been a good covenant member of your church fellowship? There are things that we took for granted and it seems this is reminding us of the most important and valuable things in life and that is relationships. Where you did not do very well in terms of your relationships, take time to apologize, take time to make things right. Begin also to refocus on your personal relationship with the lord sometimes we have taken it for granted when we are meeting as masses it's easy to think you are still right with god but it's when you are now locked up or shut in when you are alone away from the church fellowship away from the prayer groups and bible study groups for the first time, reality dawns. And that is the time that you begin to check yourself to see whether you are still standing, to see whether you are still in the right uh, place where God wants you to be. And that is in your mind and in your heart. Take time also to revisit your prayer, life, your study of the word. Take a reflective uh, Uh, Look at your life and make sure that you draw closer to God like never before. It's very important. Remember the things that we have been proclaiming. It's time to proclaim righteousness throughout the nations. Proclaim right standing with God. Each and every one of us has a personal responsibility to get back and make sure that we are in right standing with God. It's a time also to proclaim the fact that our schedules will be changed, will be altered. Our itineraries have been changed and this is just exactly as we've been proclaiming. It's a time of divine interruption and we've seen interruptions to a lot of things in our lives. The whole way of life has changed in an instance just like that. But yet, we are not surprised, some of us. We've been saying these things, and now it's just incredible that we can be in a time when we are seeing prophecy being fulfilled, and we are living it before our eyes. So do not be afraid. Just take inventory of your personal life, correct your life where things are wrong, especially with God. You are the one to return back to God. And he will cleanse you. He will forgive you of your sins. He does not hold sins against you. No. When you confess them, The Bible says he will forgive you. And throw the sins in the sea of forgetfulness. You can start afresh again. This is a time for every individual. Who calls on the name of the Lord. To get back to the Lord. Get back in right standing with the Father with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let the word of God be a lamp onto your feet where you're standing and the light onto your path. Let there be the fear of God to come back into your life. Remove that casual, let it be kind of attitude. These are prophetic times and this is a different era. It's not We've never been this way before. Only God has. And therefore we are trusting him to help us go through this. And we will go through this in great, great strength and power. But today's word, I bring it from the book of Isaiah 26 and verse 3. Scripture says, you will keep him in perfect peace. I love that. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. And that's a powerful promise. I repeat again, Isaiah 26, verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. You need not to forget who you are. You also need not to forget who he is. We also need to remember, because he is, we are today. Scripture says, because he lives, I can see tomorrow. God is alive, and he should be alive in you. And yet, there is so much anxiety and fear out there. Of course, it's understandable we've never been this way before. We've never faced an enemy like this, and usually, humanly speaking, fear will come in. But I want to trust God that today's word will encourage you greatly, and that in spite of the fears that are being experienced, you will have the peace of God. And so this prophet gives us something that is very profound, dealing with the mind, All these things are affecting your mind. What if I told you, you can still have peace in your mind, in spite of the fears that are accompanying the current happenings in the nations of the COVID-19? Obviously, you may ask, how? Well, the mind is a great battlefield. That's what you need to know. The mind is a great battlefield. Until every thought is brought into obedience to Christ, there can be no peace. Everything else is competing for your mind. All the information is competing for the mind. Good and bad, they are all competing for your mind. That's why every thought that comes into your mind The sieve must be the Lord Jesus Christ. Except the thought is brought into obedience to Christ, there can be no peace in your mind. So it is possible for a child of God to have a new life. You are born again. Nothing wrong with that. Everything exciting about it. You have a new life. Not only that, you have a new heart. But it's possible that You can't be without a new head. Paul tells us something profound in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. He says, be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. He's also coming back to appreciate the new life, to appreciate the covenant you are with. Something must happen and must happen to the state of your mind. Because your mind is cardinal for your walk in the world. And that's why the enemy will want to fill your mind with all kinds of things. Let's turn to the book of Mark chapter 12 quickly. Because I want to take time at the end to just pray for you. That you will rest in a perfect mind. The peace that surpasses our understanding. Mark chapter 12 and verse 30 says great and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength this is the first commandment If your mind is unsettled, I doubt if you will love the Lord with all your mind. Your heart is involved. Scripture says your emotions are involved. Your strength is involved. And your mind must be involved. That's why the enemy wants to unsettle your mind. Some of you, you cannot even pray as you used to pray. Because there are a lot of thoughts that have filled your mind. There's a lot of anxieties. A lot of fears have gripped your mind. And fear can control you. Job said, the thing that I feared most has come upon me. So fear can be an entrance to the wrong things in your life. And I want to stop that by reassuring you. That when your mind is stayed on the Lord, perfect peace, nothing missing, nothing broken, shall be your portion. This cannot unsettle you because coronavirus cannot unsettle God. And that God is in your life if you have received Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. Nothing can take the seat of the master in your life. No matter the information that we have about it, it is dangerous and deadly, yes. But it should not unsettle the Lord in your life. And the only way to unsettle him is to affect your life with so much fear, so much anxiety, so much hopelessness. Some of you have even begun feeling like you have symptoms of corona, just because your mind is affected, you sneeze you say kangena. it's just a thought in your mind oh hey, you cough you begin worrying you sneeze, you begin worrying no, 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 no as much as we know the symptoms of corona, fear can also create symptoms in your mind and I want to teach you and help you so that you can have a very, very strong mind going forward. Turn to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3 and verse 5. Very reassuring. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 3 and 5. Scripture says, For we walk, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God, To the pulling down of strongholds. Now, strongholds are incorrect thinking patterns. Every incorrect thinking pattern that comes because of misinformation must be pulled down. It's not something that you can cast out. It's not something, it's not a demon you can cast out. It's a belief system that must be countered with truth. First, about God and truth about who you are in him and who he is in you and what's available to you as you are in him. That truth is an amazing armory that pulls down every negative thing that is trying to create a castle in your mind and change your walk. Then he continues, says, verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Now, something to know about your mind. Your mind is a receiver. You need to select, one, what you see, two, what you are hearing. I have to repeat that one. Your mind is a receiver, child of God. And you need to select what you are seeing and what you are hearing. The two primary means of communicating to your mind are through your eye gate and through your ear gate. This is the primary ways in which things enter your mind. The eyes and the ears. If you keep seeing negative things, you have a very negative mind. If you keep hearing negative things, you have a very negative spirit of mind. And therefore, if you are to be wise, and which you must be in our time, you need to be very selective. To what your eyes are picking. And what your ears are picking. Even though they are factual things. Never lose focus of the truth. Because it's only the truth that sets you free. Facts will help us to prepare. uh, And plan very well. And be conscious. But facts are never more powerful than the truth. Therefore. You must make sure that you know that your mind child of God is a receiver. It is receiving certain things by sight, images, the things you are watching, the things you are seeing, where you are drawing your your sight to. Is there any encouragement from those things? Is there any faith being built in those things? These are things that you on a personal level need to control. The things you are hearing. Is there anything good about it? Anything building? Anything? Is it communicating strength and is it pushing faith in you? Is it making you a better person or making you a fearful person? Is it making you a speculative, suspicious person or is it making you steadfast in the Lord? So, this is important for you. Until you have victory in your mind, you won't have victory in your spiritual work. I have to repeat that. Until you have victory in your mind, you won't have victory in your spiritual work. So, if you want to stand strong in these uncertain times, focus your mind. On the Lord. While you are shut in with your family. While you are still at home. What a time to develop a powerful Bible study. What a time to reflect on who the Lord is and who you are and who he is in you. That is what begins to arm you and strengthen you and make you a steadfast, strong warrior who has the right kind of words on his lips or on her lips. The Bible says he has not given us the spirit of fear or timidity, but he has given us the spirit of power, (laughs) of love, and I love the last one, and a sound mind. Oh, can I have a sound mind when I'm seeing and hearing all these things? Oh, yes. Depends on where you are focusing your mind on. You can get information for news to help you prepare. There's nothing wrong with information. But don't focus your mind on the information. Use the information to prepare. To sanitize. To carry your mask in public. But don't let your mind stay on that. This is precautionary measures we are using. And you have to focus your mind on the Lord himself. The master. The king of kings. The one who has not lost power or authority. He is a not- He's not even unsettled in any way. He is still on the throne. And if you have received him as Lord and Savior, you are also seated with him in the heavenly places. So let nothing unsettle you in your mind because that's where unsettling begins. That's where all kinds of anxieties and worries and depressions and hopelessness comes in. It is in the mind. In this, we will help you. You see, there's a consistent battle over who must control the thought processes within your mind. Uh-huh. There There is a battle for that. Thank God, Hollywood is shut down. It was competing for your mind. <laughs> Thank God, some of the other things are also shut down. They were competing for the control of your thought processes in your mind. Thoughts, child of God, will originate from two sources. Number one, whatever is in your mind will originate from two sources. Number one, from a renewed mind. A renewed mind is in line with God's word. In other words, it believes God. It speaks God's word. It believes that the word of God from John 6, 33, that and and the the word of God is life. The word of God is spirit. It trusts and believes. So it is a renewed mind. Its thought processes are picked and are built up from the word of God. The second source is an unrenewed mind. Now an unrenewed mind, either. Of yourself or of the devil? Now, Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinketh, let me balance it. Even as a woman thinketh, (laughs) so is he. So, thoughts can create you. And I want to deal with that unrenewed mind because that is what is taking away your peace. That is what is causing all kinds of anxieties. Where you should be the light Somehow you are darkness, where you should be the salt. Somehow you are tasteless in the time of anxiety. People must be looking to the light. People must be looking to the salt. You are the one that brings preservation. You are not the one that is running away. The Bible says there is no peace to the wicked. You are not wicked. You are in Christ. You are righteous. The wicked flee when no one is pursuing them. That should not be your story in this time, no. But help me to help you with this unrenewed mind. Now, the unrenewed mind is uh, one that is what you may call a carnal mind, a fleshly mind. One that does not receive nor accept the things of God. That's why you can be talking to someone about the things of God and if they have a renewed mind, they will not pick it because it cannot discern the spiritual things of God. It will be like you are wasting time and you are playing jokes. But the mind is not automatically renewed at conversion. That's what you need to understand. When you got born again, didn't mean that your mind also got born again. It is not automatically renewed. Uh -uh. And in renewed areas of your mind are subject to deception. I repeat. And in renewed areas of your mind are subject to deception. To the extent that the light and the truth of God enters your mind you will be free from deception. So if truth has not captured and entered certain parts of your mind, that area is prone to deception. And the enemy can rule over you in those areas. But when light comes, when truth comes, it liberates you, it brings freedom. And the best way for the unrenewed mind is to repent. Repentance is the beginning of the renewal of the mind because you are changing the state of your mind about God and about your life. You are turning away and and coming back to where God is Lord in your life. And so repentance is key to renewing the unrenewed mind. Give of yourself to God. Turn around your position about certain things. Now, there are areas of penetration where the devil builds strongholds in the mind. And those are areas that probably are of great concern. And each one of us must look at these areas. These are Penetration areas where the devil builds these strongholds. As I said, a stronghold is an incorrect thinking pattern which is a result of misinformation. And that's why, if there is misinformation about coronavirus, it will cause all kinds of panic. That's why we are not allowed to spread. Fake news, fake news is misinformation. It causes all kinds of anxieties and panics and unsettles communities. Please don't be one that uses fake news. Also, watch what you are also posting on your WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Are you posting factual things? Or are you helping to spread the misinformation that is destabilizing communities and families and causing fear and panic? Others have ended up with high blood pressures because of misinformation. They have lost their peace. And you do not want to be part of those that are misinforming others. Come back and know that misinformation is very dangerous. Get the facts, get the truth from the specialists in the field. Don't just post whatever you receive, you forward. Whatever you receive, you forward. Check it first before you forward. Even ask permission for those you want to forward it to. Uh, uh-huh. Some of you are cowboys. You are busy just forwarding everything. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know how many things I have received so far. Much of it, I look at it, some I read, some I don't. But I do not want to have forwarded information while I can have inspired truth right before me. I think I have learned what I needed to learn about coronavirus and the precautions. I think that's enough for me now. I don't need extra things. Now, areas of penetration. This is where the devil has built strongholds in the mind. Number one area of of penetration where strongholds are built in your mind is speculation and imaginations. Speculations and imaginations. Speculations come because there is not a settled truth. You don't know The true details of something so you begin to look into and you speculate and you can add or take away from that. So this time there's a lot of speculations. There's a lot of theories that are going out there concerning coronavirus, virus, whether it's Chinese-made, it's American-made, it's a white man's disease, or it's, it's a black man's disease, it's a poor man's disease, it's rich man's disease. This is, these are all just speculations. And yet, even in the midst of speculation, the professionals in that field have given us what is truth. But we don't want to go with what is there. We want to speculate. Every time you begin to go in the areas of speculation, you prolong your liberty because truth is what releases you. Speculation causes anxiety. One speculation will lead you to another speculation and then you begin looking for other people also with different speculations. And then you re- it leads to you to evil imaginations and that takes away the peace. Therefore, I'm praying for you that the truth you have been given, truth, adverts, on TV, newspapers about coronavirus, that is truth. Take those precautions. Stop theorizing where it originated from or what kind of conspiracies around this. It will not give you peace. It may make you look intelligent to the other person you are sharing with, but it will unsettle you in your mind. You will not have peace, I can assure you. The second area of penetration that creates strongholds is fears, doubts, and unbelief. Fear can bind you because fear has to do with bondage. And when you fear, you are not in faith. You are not trusting. You are not trusting God. Someone said fear represents the F for false E evidence. A, appearing, R, real. False evidence appearing real. That is fear. False evidence appearing real. So it's not real. The reality is that you are alive. The reality is that God is also alive in you. Listen to me. Even though all this is happening, it doesn't mean like the Holy Spirit is dead. No, the Holy Spirit is alive. Some of you, you have even lost the awareness and the sensibility that there is one who stands alongside you. The paraclete we call him. The one who is with you, the spirit of truth, who the Lord Jesus left to be with us. He sent him to be another comforter. For such a time as this, he has come to strengthen you, to comfort you. So that with the same comfort, you may now go and comfort others. The Holy Spirit is there. Don't ignore him and go into fears and Doubts and unbelief. No. Welcome him. Start your day not with social media when you wake up. Because some of you when you wake up immediately you go to social media news. BBC. What what? No. When you wake up, wake up with an awareness of the presence of the spirit of God. Wake up and Benny Hinn would say good morning Holy Spirit. Because he's the most important person. Right now in the world. Wake up in an awareness that you are a covenant person. Wake up in the assurance that God is watching over you. He who watches over you does not sleep, does not slumber. Focus your thought on him. Wake up with worship. Wake up in meditation of the word of God. Wake up in a reflective of thanksgiving and of praise to him. Because what you see, what you hear, settles in your mind. And it can take away the peace of that day. Scripture has not been broken. It says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We, who are the we? We who believe in him shall rejoice and shall be glad. Every day comes with something to cause you to rejoice. Something to cause you to be glad. But if your mind is just focusing on social media, you'll miss out on the provisions of God that should have helped you to rejoice, that should have helped you to be glad. The miracles that God is already providing in that day, you'll miss out because your mind is so much focused on the fear of news. Don't be like Job. Don't fear. Because when you fear, you open the door. And says, the thing that I feared most. What is it that you fear most? Let's slow down there before I close. Why are you even afraid? Is it that maybe you know and know that you do not have a very personal close walk with God? Maybe you are in a compromise. Or. Is it that you do not even know the Lord I'm talking about? Why are you afraid? Ask yourself, why are you so afraid? Why are you so anxious? Because those that draw near to God, he draws near to them. And the Bible says, out of your praises, God inhabits the praises of his people. There is no way God can come in your midst. And the fear still remains. So why are you really so afraid? I know the other scientific reason, of course, is by what is happening. That is understandable. You are human, so you can be worried about that. But it it cannot settle in you. That's what I'm talking about. You cannot have settled the fear within you. Uh Uh-uh. It may bother your mind, but take back your mind. Focus it again on the Lord. The other entrance or penetration that causes these strongholds in your mind is unclean, immoral, or perverse thoughts. Perverse means contrary to what is acceptable or standard practice. Are you watching your thoughts? Are you having speculations? Are you having wrong imaginations about the situations around you, about the future, about your present? Because those speculations, child of God, will cause you to even begin feeling even things that are not even there. You will begin feeling pains, and sicknesses, and all kinds of things. Simply because you are in the area of speculation and imagination, there are fears. They can create all these things in you. So the prophet comes and tells us in Isaiah 26 verse 3, It shall be perfect peace. I love that. Perfect peace must be your portion. To him or her whose mind is rested on the Lord. Your mind is not resting on speculations or imaginations. Your mind is not resting on the fears. What others are fearing is what you are fearing. What others are doubting is also what you are doubting. And then beliefs and all these unclean, immoral, perverse thoughts. That's not where your mind is resting on. Your mind is coming back. As real as the situation is, choose to rest your mind on the Lord. That is where your peace is. That is where the nothing missing, nothing broken, the shalom of God. He promised you he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Your mother and your father can leave you, but God has promised you, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be with you. This looks like a valley of the shadow of death, where there is death all around us. It's a valley. It's a darkened time in the history of the earth. It's a shadow. And sometimes many people cannot see what lies ahead, because it's a depression. But, if the Lord is your God, he will walk you right through it, unscuffed. Don't have faith. For being sick, Uh, you shall not be sick. Uh God says that where He causes His name to be honored, He comes to bless down His bread, the bread, and blesses their water and takes away sickness and disease from their midst. These are the thoughts that must be in you. God comes down to bless you. While there is a valley of darkness, there is blessing for you. While there is the shadow of hell, there is blessing for you. Why? Because he has not left you. He is your great shepherd. I'll come back to that. Now, as I close, an unrenewed mind, number one, is darkened. It's blinded. It can't see. It lacks perception. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four, says they. God of this world has blinded the minds of those that are failing to believe the gospel. So, and a renewed mind is darkened. No matter how much truth you try to pump in, they will not get it. What they need is salvation first. So, an unrenewed mind is darkened. It's blinded. Lacks perception. And a renewed mind is a hardened. It is hardened. This one I must read for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 14 and a renewed mind is hardened but their minds were blinded for until this day remains the same veil and taken away in the reading of the old testament which is which veil is done away in Christ so and a renewed mind is hardened to truth to even what i'm saying and a renewed mind is indulgent uh, it indangers in things and a renewed mind come it's very indigent it's unsettled and a renewed mind iletomungulu umungulu utuala mungungulu na ba apostles So this is not a time for an indulgent mind. No. Because you see, an indulgent mind is open to temptation. Thoughts of the enemy creep into there. And renewed mind is also hostile against the gospel. Hostile against the truth. Hostile against sensibility. And a renewed mind is full of lies and deception. A renewed mind is what you call a carnal mind. So what is the solution or what is God's best solution to a disturbed mind when you are lacking the peace? You see, the predicament that you are in right now does not define your destiny. Things can change for better for you. And that's where God now gives us solutions. I'll quickly go through that. I'll give you maybe five of them. Solutions to a disturbed mind when you are not having peace, you are not resting well. You can't, you can't your sleeping patterns are so disturbed with this news flying around. Number one solution is put on the armor and prepare for war. Ephesians chapter 6 gives us the armor. See, the devil controls you through certain established thought patterns which need to be broken. So it's possible that you have established certain thought patterns in your mind and those are the ones that we need to break. If you establish thought patterns, every time you wake, news. Every time you go to sleep, news. You are not praying. You are not worshiping. You are not reading the Bible. That can create an established thought pattern that can be something that can begin to trouble you. So put on the armor of God. Break that pattern. Begin to have worship in your home. Begin to have thanksgiving and praise. Begin to confess and decree that the king of kings is alive. Begin to welcome the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be aware of the angels that are given to those that are heirs of salvation. You need to get back your mind so that you are doing the thinking. Don't let the news do the thinking for you. You get back your mind and do the thinking for yourself. Number two, bring your mind to dwell on the word of God. The key is meditation. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. God tells us, That, you know, we need to meditate on this word so we can make our way prosperous. It's not God who make our way prosperous. It is us who make our way prosperous by meditating on the law of the Lord, on the word of God. Move away from unwise counsel. Uh, Psalms 1 verse 3. 1 to 3. Move away from that unwise counsel. Come back and find like minded people that help you to dwell on the word of God. That still help you to see that even out of the chaos and the conflict, God is not misplaced. God is still in control, and out of the conflict and the chaos, as I was saying, God will bring out something of his own order. Something that will be a voice. Maybe it is you who who is being backed out of this conflict and out of this chaos. Maybe you are the solution carrier. Maybe you are the next champion that God is going to raise with a powerful prophetic word out of your mouth. Trust him. Because you see, meditation allows the truth to penetrate all the darkened areas of our mind. That's what meditation does. When you find a separate time to think about the word of God. David says, when I lie down on my bed, I commune with him. I think about him. I add a picture to my, to my thoughts and I visualize and, and, and go into that deep thought about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, what it means for him to be in me. What does it mean for the Holy Ghost to be in me, for the Father to be in me, for Jesus to be in me? They cannot be in me and yet I feel so intimidated, so fearful. No, my friend, you are an engine of fire. You are a warrior. When you take time to begin to meditate, truth penetrates all the darkened areas of your mind because of misinformation. The mind determines what you walk in. You are not going to walk in sickness. No. You are going to walk in health. You are going to walk in peace. You are going to walk in fruitfulness. You are going to walk in I told you, all these years, if you've been around us, from 2010, we've been prophesying these things, and now they are coming to life. This is a different era. Go back on the words we've been prophesying to you every Sunday. While there's no church as we know it, there's also church happening in the homes. That's where it all began from. Then the cell system was birthed up. So they can still be church even in your home. Can you imagine if all of us this time develop strong home fellowships? We develop strong altars within our families. The day we will come together, there will be an explosion of fire miracles because I will take very little time to encourage because what? You have been encouraging yourselves in the home. You have been building yourselves in the home. Very, very important. And so, someone sent me early in the morning. It says something that I think I should read for you quickly. It says, now that coronavirus is shutting things all over the world, including shutting the the gates of the church, it is time for true believers to show that the church thrives better from the home of believers. And it's true. The upper room was the lounge of Mary, the mother of John Mark. In Philemon, we saw the church thrive in the home. And to our beloved Aphia, the Archipas, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. That is Philippians chapter 1, verse 2. The church in thy house. Make your home a church for your children. You, as a husband, you are the priest. Now, exercise and pre- practice your, spe- your, your, your spree- priestly role. Let there be Holy Ghost fire in your home. Let your children be raised up as the Aquila's prophetesses and prophets within your home. Show them that God is faithful. Signs and wonders can be done from your home. The church thrived in the home of Aquila and Priscilla. The church thrived there. Very, very important. The church thrived. All right, let's continue. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved Ephetas, who is the first fruit of our actual unto Christ. Romans chapter 16, verse 5. You can see the church thrived in the home of Nephas. Uh, salute the brethren which are in our Nephas, and the church which is in his house. Colossians chapter 4, verse 15. That is where the church started. That is where the church thrived. Government has ordered all this to close down because of the fear of coronavirus. This is so that the citizens can be protected, which is a very wise, commendable thing. But the church of Jesus Christ can never be closed because the church thrives in your home. And your first home is your body, which is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Let there be fire out of your body. Let there be tongues. Blast those tongues. What a time now. Rababa. Blast those tongues. Speak. Prophesy. Confess. Don't look at your business that your business is going down. No. Don't be a doomed prophet. Prophesy to your business. This is but a shadow, a valley prophesy something great is happening. Something amazing is going to come out of this. Others who do not have a renewed mind, they will laugh you down. They will speak you down. But don't worry. As much as they are entitled to their opinion, you are also entitled to what you are doing. Let them mind their own thing. You prophesy life. Open your home to the presence of God. Disciple your children within your home. Have regular fellowship and breaking of bread, Holy Communion, within your home. Connect your home to the power base of prayer, of Bible study, within your home. The Bible says we should not neglect the habit of meeting together. Hebrews chapter 10, 25. So while we are at home, it's a wonderful time. I'm enjoying time with the family. I'm a family man and I've been home with the children and we have more time now together than before. And I'm just enjoying the time. But here's the thing. The other solution, not only bring your mind to dwell on the word, number three, bring every thought under control. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 and verse 23. I don't have time to go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. Bring every thought under control. How do you do that? Stop fantasizing. You are not Denzel Washington. There can never be another Denzel. You are not Beyonce. Stop fantasizing. Stop, stop making yourself and imagining yourself for what you can never become. Those are different personalities. You focus on what is possible in your life with God's help. So stop creating these fantasies or fantasy islands in your mind. Start living your own life by planning, uh, by thinking, by working hard. Cast down those negative imaginations. Bring them down, those fear imaginations. Examining the source of every thought and activity. Withstand the thoughts that are contradicting the word of God. That's what it means to bring every thought under control. Number four, activate your mind. The mind belongs to me. I will use it. I will not permit any outside force to employ or control my mind. That means you must exercise your mind by thinking. Begin thinking, reasoning, concentrating, remembering, and understanding. Because when you are full of anxieties, speculations, and imaginations, fears, and doubts, you will find that even your levels of concentrations have gone down. You can't concentrate. You are having memory lapses. You are, it's hard to remember things. Even simple understanding, you are forgetting too quickly certain things. I pray for you. Activate your mind. Gain control of your mind in Jesus' name. Number five solution. Above all these things, let your mind stay focused on the Lord. Ooh. That is what I close with here today. Let your mind stay focused on the Lord, I repeat. Let your mind stay focused on the Lord. The last scripture there is John 16. Turn your Bible to that one. John 16 verse 33. Before I pray for you. John 16 and verse 33. Great. My God, I pray that the Lord is building something in you. A strong mind. John, the book of John, Christine, and verse 33. Let's read together. It says, I have told you these things, that's the Lord Jesus, that in me, uh in me, not in me, uh -uh, in him, let me change that, in him, you may have peace. <laughs> ah, Jesus is wonderful. In the world, you have trouble. But cheer up. I repeat, I am excited. Cheer up. I have overcome the world. This is Jesus speaking. I repeat again. It says, I have told you, John 16, verse 3, I have told you these things. That in me you may have peace. In the world you have trouble. And already you can see the trouble that's in the world. Where are you going to have peace? In Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. In the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Because it is the Holy Spirit who takes the things of Jesus and makes them real to you. This is a time for you, child of God. For those of you in, in Zimbabwe watching, in South Africa you are watching, I pray for you. While you are on lockdown, Zimbabwe, there, today is the sixth day of lockdown. Uh, while you are on lockdown, let the Holy Spirit build you up. Develop a strong fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost will take these things of Christ, as he takes them, he makes them reality in you. What do you think you will have? Peace. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Peace about what? Peace about your home. Peace about your health. Peace about your finances. Peace about your future. Peace about your career. Peace about your children and their school. The peace that surpasses all understanding. Jesus said, I give you. Not as the world gives it, but I give it to you. So today I can prophesy into your life. When you have Jesus, you have peace. There may be trouble out there, but there will be peace in you. And this is the peacemakers the Lord wants to have. He says, you in the world, you have trouble. But, when he says but, it cancels what was spoken before. But, cheer up. So this is not time for you to walk with a gloomy face. This is not time when you just meet the first thing that comes up. No, cheer up. You cheer up. Huh? Don't colonize everything. Don't let coronavirus colonize your mind. Uh-huh. Don't let coronavirus colonize your mind. You were colonized before. Why do you want now that to colonize you? Remove it. You have the information that is necessary for you to be safe, for you to be cautious. Now, don't let it develop a castle in you. Take your mind back and focus it on the law. He says, cheer up. I have overcome the world. If he has overcome the world, he has also overcome the trouble that is found in the world today. Ah, you are only as victorious as you trust God. And Therefore, today as I pray for you, I lift you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For those of you that do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior, for those of you that have backslidden, for those of you that have been living a double standard life, this is the day that we can come back and say, God, I'm coming back to you. While you are touching others, Lord, do not pass me by. Remember me, oh God, I come to you. I submit my life once again into your hands. Have mercy on me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Make me whole, oh God. When you do that, oh, the power of God by the presence of the Holy Ghost comes within you. As I pray for you today, I speak peace, be still. Let the mind be at peace. Let the lordship of Jesus come into your home come into your business. Let speak peace to your body. Those of you that are not feeling well in your body, I pray for you as I stretch my hands towards you. I speak healing in your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I command that body to be reordered according to the power of his word for your life. Every member of your body has been written with the book of life in the book of life. There is life flow in your body right now by the presence of the Holy Ghost. Those of you that have have strange headaches because of thinking tumor, I speak peace and be made whole. I command that congestion in your chest to go right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that you touch your chest. Some of you are feeling that congestion in your chest touch your chest. I pray for you. The Lord heals you. The Lord makes you whole. Some of you have had this eggs in your belly. I command total, complete healing in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that confusion of mind around you. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. I speak the peace of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that you are be you shall be of good cheer you are rising as a warrior come on woman of god come on man of god rise up as a warrior you are a god a child of covenant a god child rise up while there may be trouble all around us 10,000 shall fall at your side, but nothing shall touch you, says the scripture. Arise and believe the word of God. Arise and declare the word of God. God says he makes his ministers flames of fire. Yeah, trust God that he'll make you a flame of fire the fire of god conora cannot stay where there is a fire of god where there is precautions where there is precautions and the fire of god so you do what you can do in the natural You do what you can do in the natural. You are wise. You 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 are distancing yourself a meter and a half from the rest. But at the same time, your mind is so focused on God that 10 kilometers around you, the fire can spread. The fire can start in your home and touch the neighbors. Sicknesses and diseases can be healed if only you can believe. Trust God. The Holy Ghost is with you. Lastly focus once again on what is important. God must be priority in your life. Do what a covenant child must do. We have already taught you these things for some of you. Do not neglect your covenant responsibilities. Do them. Practice them. And you'll see how God will keep you in perfect peace. So I bless you That the goodness of God shall lavish you openly before many. I bless you to walk in the peace that surpasses understanding. I bless the nation to be at peace. I bless our leaders, the president, the executive, the judiciary, the legislature. I bless them to have the peace of God that we are a covenant nation. Peace in all the villages. Peace in all the towns. Peace in all the provinces. Peace all around our borders. Peace in the homes. Peace on the streets. The peace that surpasses our understanding. on your heart and your mind. In Christ Jesus. Bible says if you know who you are. Then you know who you are not. Did you hear what I said as I close? If you know who you are, then you know who you are not. May God bless you. I'll be seeing you again. Shalom, shalom. Bless God.